Hey, this is Billy. Before we get into this week's episode of Coffee Talk, wanted to give you an update on the coronavirus. We actually recorded this episode about four days ago, and since then, so much has happened. For instance, in our own city right here in Kirkland, Washington, they've shut down all restaurants and cafes and fitness centers and bars and clubs, and um, we're living in very, very unique times, and so you're going to hear some things on this podcast that are already outdated, and so just wanted to give you a precursor of that. Also wanted to invite you. I don't know if you're fearful dur- during this time or you're feeling overwhelmed. I could certainly understand that. And so at 7 p.m. every night, Jennifer and I are going to get on Instagram Live, and we are simply going to do one thing. We're going to remind ourselves that God is in control. As you know, if you listen to the podcast, we're people of faith. I think faith serves us the best in times like this. It's what our it's what our hopes are anchored in. And so um, 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, uh, follow us on Instagram at It's Billy Huffman. And we're going to be here every night, 7 p.m. live. And we're just going to be reminding ourselves that God's in control. It's good for us. Um, it makes you feel like you're not alone. So maybe consider joining us. Um, we know we're going to get through this. There is no panic button in heaven. God is in control. And so with that being said, enjoy this uh, episode of Coffee Talk. Hey, how's it going? This is Billy. And I'm Jen. And you're listening to Coffee Talk with Billy and Jen. Cheers, babe. Cheers, babe. Well, uh, what a what a great weekend we just came off of. We celebrated 23 years, you and I. It was fabulous. It was fabulous. Um, what we, did you love most about well, it? Well, we stayed at the most beautiful um, cabin, a friend's cabin, and their master suite looked over the entire, I want to say ocean, but it's not the ocean. <laughs> what would it be? It is it's the ocean, the, yeah. It's, it's Hood Canal. It's, so, is yeah. that, but is it an ocean? It's ocean water. Okay. It's, yeah, it's the ocean. It's like it's a canal. Honestly, probably the most beautiful view I've ever had in a master bedroom. It was like a postcard. Gorgeous. I could not believe. Like, and we would just we it was just you and I. We were completely off the grid. When I say off the grid, we had Apple TV and <laughs> you know, like all the amenities, all of the life. stuff that yeah. you kind of want. You Instagram the entire time okay. while you while you're off the grid. All Someone the actually texted me like, "If you're off the grid, can you actually be posting that on social media?" I'm like, "Yeah, good point." We but, had internet people. Yeah, yeah. I'm not talking like safari off the grid, but we we were out in the woods. We're doing bonfires all day. I would sit out with the bonfire most of the day, and then we would like hang out at night and um, sip on wine in the evening, sitting on rocking chairs on the porch, watching the sunset. Right? It was ridiculous. Ah, They had a beautiful like kind of like steam room, which was, you know, We did all the things, (laughs) you know what I mean? Um, (laughs) Yeah. Um... And then, um, and then we went to uh, one of our favorite places right now to go to called the Post Hotel in Leavenworth, Washington, which is just... It's the most dreamiest hotel I have ever been in. Most dreamiest. Most dreamiest. <laughs> yeah. What did I say? Dreamiest? I like oh, most dreamiest. I think that's like a double on... Well, no, what is it? It's, most dreamiest. It would either be the dreamiest or it's the, the most dreamiest dreamy. hotel I've ever been to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there it is. Absolutely gorgeous. Absolutely it's, gorgeous. It's a spa hotel, which I'm not a spa guy. I'm not gonna lie. I'm like I'm, I don't do massages. You're not a massage guy. But it's choose your own adventure spa. They have like nine different saunas, steam rooms, and then they have um, jacuzzis everywhere. Outdoor infinity pool that's heated, so it's like snow on the mountains, but we're in the pool. Like it was just 
kind of awesome. It's like, it's breathtaking. And we ended up meeting friends, which was like even more fun. So if you're, you live in Washington and you haven't experienced the post hotel, can I just say to all the couples, take your significant other, your spouse, to the post hotel. Uh, hashtag not a sponsor. <laughs> oh, <laughs> right? it is a sponsor. I want to. They need to sponsor us night every uh, year. Okay, friends. I've never seen you eat so much food. Oh, it's so the included truth. in. And now it's expensive. I'm not gonna lie. We save up to go to the post hotel. But we did the math. It includes time, breakfast and lunch, babe. You eat. It's really healthy food, but you crushed. Oh, like plate, you ate more than I massive ate. platefuls, like in soup and in all the things, and they have like gluten free options and salads and healthy food for days, and then yeah. they have desserts and coffee and I mean, come on, like life, life was a blessing those few days. Let me just say that. <laughs> oh, right it's now. it's not the other days. Well, it's it's a blessing, but it was an extra. Back to blessing. the curse life. No. <laughs> um, Thanks, babe. Twenty three years. Twenty three years. Beautiful. Cheers, love. It's been wonderful. It's been wonderful. It's been a good run. It's been a good run. <laughs> talking like it's over <laughs> it's been good you know We're just getting started uh, yeah. man here's uh well we have 23 more yeah because yeah. well i'm thinking how i'm 43 more than 23 so more. i'll be 66 in 23 years we're living till like 90 something oh 90 yes that's a long run we're gonna be cute and old and wrinkly together man i think you get past the cute stage in the 70s uh-uh, and i 80s. disagree i've seen some really old cute couples okay. i mean the, their holding hands and sitting on benches and 90 i think you get out of cute and you get into legendary like anyone who's in their 90s i just kind of want to salute them yeah. bow um ask them a question <laughs> like hey after 90 years of life what would you do weren't you the <laughs> like, one who coined the phrase you either become a sage or a what was it Oh yeah. Well, this gets this. You got to say, because that was so good. I kind of feel like in your old age, you either become a sage or a senior citizen and not to diss a senior, you know, it's it's the word senior citizen. Yeah. Yeah. But like you either like when you speak, it's like, whoa, like there's so much experience and wisdom behind that. Or when you speak, it's like just this very removed outdated opinion yeah of like yeah. that's what it was 20 years ago you know what i'm saying it's like, like as we get older, it's the ability we'll to move better. on or not move on yeah yeah that's so right. i've known some sages and i've known some senior citizens i We're hope to be, be a sage kind older people here's the thing if you are a sage in your 70s 80s and 90s you wouldn't act like a sage that's probably what makes you a sage oh, right and you just yeah <laughs> in my 40s you know I'm, I'm saging it up um can we well take- just wait in other news just a fun fact oh uh, other the, news Vic the sound chick is getting a dog oh that's right and I don't I know I love got, his name this is this it's is a boy a big yeah. deal a so, big deal. She said to me yesterday, she goes, I, I don't want to get it. We were supposed to get the dog this Saturday. And she goes, I I, I want to wait a week. And I'm like, why? We need to pick it up Saturday. He's like, she goes, I'm not ready. I'm like, you're not ready. I go, what? I mean, what do you need? Like a bed and some food? She's like, I have to take care of it around the clock for the rest of my life. Um, dogs don't live that long. <laughs> Vic, yeah. It feels like it. You're a very responsible person. So I'm not yes. sure why you're shying and away from this like, responsibility. You're going to be the best because dog owner. I'm selfish. Yeah. And I don't want to have to take care of something. Well, way to own it. Me too. Like, I don't want a dog. We got Capone sitting here, and I'm like, this thing is... Um, I love your dog's name. Yeah. Whiskey. Yes. Which you didn't choose that name. No. That's what they gave it. You can change the dog's name. It's a little puppy. It doesn't remember its name. <laughs> Does it? But you, you're you going to go with Whiskey. Yeah. It has. Cool name. Yeah. It is actually. It's cute. For the, It's like a small, cute little poodle dog named Whiskey. What were some of the other names you were thinking of? Um... Didn't you say like um Oh Calais. Oh like after Colby. Colby uh, Calais. That's I like not it. that's not bad, yeah. Um, I want you to call him La Luciano. Oh 
after Lucky Luciano. <laughs> what was the one? I can't remember Louis. the other name. Was it Louis? Uh, Crosby. 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 After Bing. Uh-huh. That's um, cute. Anywho's. All right. Yeah. Anywho's. So uh, stay tuned are... for some cute pictures. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. All, All right. right. Follow me on Instagram. Yeah. What is your Instagram handle? Uh, good question. Vic Huffman. At Vic Huffman. Uh-huh. Do it up. Give her a follow. All the single guys and the single ladies and the single children and the single babies. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to write a song. <laughs> you should stop. Uh, you should stop. Can we take a moment right now? And this should be the top of conversation for this coffee talk. Um, this will air on I don't know when, but we are in the we are in the middle of March. We live in Kirkland, Washington. For those listening, if you don't know what that means. We are ground zero for the coronavirus in the U.S. As we speak. The most deaths have taken place. All schools have just shut down. It is Until surreal. the end of this month. It's surreal. It's crazy. Every person I meet with, I'm like, what, what kind of days are we living in? Now, I'm going to be honest. When this started, I don't know when we started talking about coronavirus. A month ago. A couple weeks ago, I think. Yeah, well, it may have been more, but it's it's escalated certainly here. And I understand we have people listening from all over the world and different places and different states. And so <laughs> as I'm rubbing my face, can I say this too? I've never realized how much I touch my face. Totally. So much. Because right. one of the things they say with coronavirus, don't touch your face. I'm like, dude, I touch my face all the time. Because uh-huh. I've never thought about it. Like you're touching your it, face right now. It's Jen. driving me bananas. You just touched your face. Well, I had a piece you, of hair. You just did it again. But I didn't touch and it. Again. I, I'm doing my hair. And you're spreading it to yourself. <laughs> you like, rub your eyes. Uh, we were sitting down talking this morning Man. early at like 6 a.m. You rubbed your eyes probably a dozen times in a 20-minute period. Right, which we've never really noticed before. But I'm like, <laughs> dude, I am touching my face perpetually. Also, can I just ask a question? Okay, the grocery stores and Costco's here in Kirkland are are overrun. I'm not even joking. We're, we're all joking about it, but at some point it may not be a joke. Can I tell you the thing that you cannot find on the shelves in grocery stores? This is before. This is baffling me. Toilet paper. <laughs> what is the obsession? Are people afraid they can't wipe? Like, is that the most scary thing that you like, could think I'm of? Like water. I can find meat. Uh, I'm able to find bottled water. I can medicine, find medicine. I, it's all there. Like um, Band-Aid, maybe. <laughs> um, yeah. No, like, first aid kits no, are there. Medicine's gone. Dried goods are there. No, it's not. i I can get Tylenol. Dried goods are there. Um what I can't find. Costco, it's completely out of. Toilet paper. Yeah, Vic just sniffed, and we're like, wait a second. I did not sniff. She's, she's stuffed up. I'm, I'm not stuffed up. <laughs> that's another thing. If anyone coughs around me now, I'm like, dude, do you have the virus? It's real. Like, or people I noticed, wiping their nose <coughs> and coughing. <coughs> it's like, oh, God. Oh, God. Like, you want to run. We don't shake hands with anyone. I saw a guy the other day. We met up for coffee. Elbow bumped it. Didn't even fist bump it. We're like, elbows. I'm not mad at him. I'm no, not mad no. At him. You have to. Right. Um. What is the deal with toilet paper? Let me ask you this. Is there something <laughs> I don't know? Is like is toilet paper a part of the cure? Cuz people but That's that's a real fear. What if it gets stuck? Like quarantined to our houses for a month and you have no toilet paper. Running water. It's gross. Yeah. What? If you, you I mean could, you could just disgusting. use the tub, There's so many other shower. things to be worried oh. about. <laughs> Leaves. You know, duvet like Leaves. Yeah, what is it called? Do you have a A duvet? A, du- a, a duvet? duvet? Yeah, yeah use duvet. your duvet cover. You're thinking bidet, but a duvet would also get the a job bidet. done. You could just wash that sucker. Dude, I wish I had a bidet. don't put that duvet back on my bed ever again. 
I just, I am, I am baffled by the toilet paper thing. Yeah, that's real. It's like, it's almost kind of, it says a lot of like what humans are worried about. Americans. Americans. <laughs> because <laughs> In Kirkland. <laughs> Okay, true story. I went out to buy it yesterday. I could not find it anywhere. There's no toilet paper. You there's have, no toilet there's paper. There's no napkins. They, they buy napkins now because they've run out of toilet paper. <laughs> right. What we need to do is hit Costco early in the morning when they first get their shipment of toilet paper. And just and you know what they're doing here in Kirkland? They're limiting how much you can buy. How much bottle of water you can buy. How much toilet paper you can buy. Wow. Okay. Um, I would have been the guy. And tell me where you guys stand. I would have been the guy a month ago. That was like, coronavirus, cheers. You know, I'd have the guy posting a picture of a corona. I didn't. But like, to me, it was like, oh my goodness, everyone blows things out of proportion. We always do this. Remember Y2K 20 years ago? N1K1. Like, this is actually, this is actually, this is what we thought was going to happen with yeah. Y2K, I'm thinking. True. Like, honestly, it never happened and nothing with Y2K. Happened. Nothing happened. My mom had a we stocked up with storage. Yeah. yeah. I mean, people were building years of bunkers and nothing yeah. happened. Yeah. This is actually, and I know some people are removed from this, but this, like, we live in the city right. where the most deaths in America have taken place. Um, it's crazy. So they just shut down the entire. There's been so many school districts shutting down, but ours just shut down. So our daughter's out of school for the, the rest of the month. And then they'll inform us. We don't know how long. They just made a mandate um, in, in Seattle. Governor asked, um, Governor Inslee asked that no, mandated, didn't ask, yeah, mandated that no gatherings of 250 plus people meet, that they reschedule, cancel, which means, so schools have shut down. Churches cannot meet that have over 250 people. Um, Sports uh, venues, all kinds of events. I mean, people's weddings have been, weddings, been yeah. the venues are canceling weddings. Um, we, um, we, uh, I was trying to think, um, I'm trying to think of everything that's happened. Oh yeah. I have XFL tickets. I don't know what you think about the XFL. Me, my, my son, my brother, and a good friend of ours, Joe Goods. Shout out Joe Goods. Now you're famous. Um, <laughs> cause 20,000 million people are listening. Um, well, Netflix we all, here, we all got season tickets to XFL, which is like, it's like B football, but it's been fun. We go actually to CenturyLink. They just announced yesterday, sent out an email to all of us, like the game will happen, but there will be no fans. That's 30,000 people. Wow. The NBA has suspended the season. Basketball season has been suspended. I don't. But they're, they're still playing though, right? They're no, still no. Doing games? The NBA is no oh, longer playing because wow. an NBA athlete actually is diagnosed with coronavirus. So like that hasn't happened in the history of the NBA. As long as I think, like, I don't know. I'm not a sports guy. Um, March Madness, like the number one college tournament of basketball. They're still going to play the games, but there will be no fans. There'll be no fans. Wow. It's unheard of. Um, Italy. The country of Italy has been locked down. 60 million people. Um, I, I was reading today, and I, I, my facts are going to be way off, but they're saying like um, only grocery stores, um, public transportation, banks. Those are like the, those are the very few things that are still operating. Everything else is shut down. Anything that's a luxury, anything, restaurants, they're on lockdown. They have a curfew for Italy. Wow. Like, what are we talking about right wow. now? Like, honestly, what kind of, this is the kind of stuff you read about. Mm -hmm. I can imagine, like, if you had, if you were in the Great Depression back in the 1920s, right? Wasn't it 1920s? I like, don't even know if you can compare that to this. But. No, no, but it's, I just feel like the ramifications of what's happening. If you start to think about how it's affecting businesses, if you start to think about small businesses, which we are small business owners, if you start to think about 
how it's affecting major businesses. Our son works for Microsoft um, here in Washington, the hub, the hub of Microsoft, and they're they're not reporting to work for the entire month. Um, and you see not how that only affects now they're being paid, they're working remotely. But you think of all the vendors who serve Microsoft, the transportation. Microsoft has its own transportation here, the vendors for that, the food vendors, the Microsoft campus is thousands, thousands of yeah. employees. I mean, you start to play that out. Airlines, many airlines, like you'll notice like they're like, well, flights are still packed. Yeah, but look how many airlines, how many flights they say booked. flights. Yeah. Are, mm-hmm. They're not booked. They just have stopped offering so many options because people aren't flying. We actually are flying this week. We fly out tomorrow. I don't, and I'm wondering Smart. like, did we make a good decision? I don't know. We'll find out. <laughs> so I was the guy months ago or that was like, come on, it's going to pass. Let's not, let's not panic. I would say now um, perception has become reality. There, so we're looking at information and some of the things that are being released are saying like more people have still died from seasonal flu than have actually died from coronavirus. Quite a few more. Now, again, don't hold me on the stats. I'm not a statistician here, but I've been, I mean, we've all been reading information. So it's actually, they're saying comparatively speaking, right. it's not that deadly. The flu, just the normal flu, more people die from that in a year than are, that are dying. It's very um, contagious, right? That's the one thing it is. It's very contagious. Um, so many people have recovered. I think the last numbers I heard were 55,000 people have gotten it, diagnosed with it, and just recovered with just normal, like, medication, right? Yeah, they didn't have to get, they didn't need a a vaccine. But perception, here's the thing. So it's not as deadly as it's appearing, I would think, but perception has definitely become reality. Because people are like, hey, it's not a big deal. Really? Because the NBA just suspended their season. Really? Because Italy... is on lockdown. The sovereign nation of Italy, (laughs) it's not a sovereign is locked down. Okay, so here's my question for us on Coffee Talk. Um, how do we not panic, right? How do we hold on to our peace and not give way to panic? Because I'm telling you, here at Ground Zero in Kirkland, Washington, we are on the precipice of panic. Like, if right. you go into these stores, I was in Costco last night. It's packed. It's always packed, by the way. <laughs> always packed lately. Like it's, And people are buying everything. And they're limiting what you can buy at certain amounts. Like you can only get so many cases of bottled water. You can only get, well, you can't get toilet paper, period. I almost bought a huge, massive carton of Kleenex. I thought like, well, maybe that'll be the thing. Then I figured, yeah, your Vic's, Vic's going to go buy one now. <laughs> and you're listening. You're like, let's go get Kleenex. I'm not mad at that. <laughs> yeah. um, um, you know, how can we keep from panicking and... And hold on to peace in the midst of this. Because when everything around us is screaming panic. We're on the precipice of it. And your like, kids, everything. Like our schools, schools are shutting churches, down. Businesses. We drive through. We were things are shutting we down. were in a small town in Washington where we were up taking our big, our anniversary kind of getaway. Most of the stores were shut down during the day. We're like, they're shut down, they're shut down. Like certain stores are open, but people are just closing for business because mm-hmm. they're people aren't going out. We go to restaurants, they're almost empty. Theaters are sparse. Movies um, are not being released. No. They're postponing release dates now. Wow. Businesses are just like, they're just closed signs because they're like, no one's going out. And the truth is, is this, I I do truly believe this is going to resolve at some point, but this is more of our future than it's not. What do you mean? In the sense of like other outbreaks potentially happening. Like, I mean, like, I just feel like, how do we prepare right now, even for the long haul in the next 20, 30 years? By a lot of toilet paper. I mean... (laughs) It's just, it is what it is. I don't, 
I actually don't receive that. Like, why would you say that? And how do you know that? I'm with you. I'm conspiracy theorist. Well, yeah, that's super conspiracy theory. Like, well, it's gonna... only the beginning of outbreaks. I, but I will say, like, we are in the middle of an outbreak. Whether people think it's real or not, perception has become reality because it has you changed think our reality. Perception is because of how much media we consume in a day. It might be. Sure. And so we're, we're reacting um, to a lot of information we never used to have. It might be. So we could have had viruses like this Years well, we ago, did in 2009, years, N1H1. But it didn't spread like wildfire because the media, we didn't have Instagram. Well, it was bad. A lot of people got infected. Exactly. And I do know this. Yeah, I did look this up. Know to wash their so hands. what I'm saying. Over 500,000 people died no, from N1H1. But my point is this. My point but is this, is that the media. It's a very small contingency in the world. The That's media is feeding into the panic. So things that are, are a, big, a, a deal, a big deal, they're becoming a huge deal. Reality, and I'm not saying we should downplay any of this and not take precautions, but I'm just, the reality of our future is that we're getting so much information that we never used to have. Well, you, it's can't, changing not, things. you can't not ignore it. It's right. impossible right now. Even as a small business, we're talking to Wait, others. So you can't not, not ignore, ignore it. it. Yeah. Do you follow? You tracking? Vic <laughs> the sound chick? You cup of coffee? You can't not ignore it. Um, so it says double negative. No, can't not do, not, isn't, <laughs> won't. Um, I talked to other small business owners the other day, like thinking for ourselves, even you and I, I'm like, okay, what do we need to think about? Because what if our business, which is our sole, sole source of income, now they got the doors for a month. Yeah. What if like people, if people aren't purchasing because people, because jobs are getting scarce and people are like, I mean, you have to start to think, okay. And even saying it, I'm like, okay, so how do we not panic? Panic. Because, and I think, can I say the first thing I think is we have to pay attention and what I mean by this is there is a big difference between gathering information and being inundated by information. Mm. Um, it's the difference between being educated and overwhelmed. And I think social media today, and as accessible as it is, like I want to know. I want to be informed, right? I want to be informed. I want to be educated so that I can make wise choices. Totally. But there is a difference between being informed and being absolutely inundated and when i'm inundated my imagination starts to run wild and worst case scenarios and then that's when we start buying artillery and bunkers and weapons and they're gonna loot and i mean take our money out of the bank it is so and quick and I certain mean, personalities lend their way my personality actually doesn't lend that way i don't think you do either babe Mm-mm. we have family members and friends who would lend to lean that way where it's like like doomsday and I think a lot of people go that way. And so what are some of the ways you would say, like, how can you how can you stay informed but not get inundated by it? How can you educate yourself and not be overwhelmed by it? I just can't consume so much information. I, I think for me, I just have to turn off the, the social media, the news. I mean, because I'm consuming so much about this virus that it literally doesn't matter who you are. Mm-hmm. You're, you're going to start panicking. You feel overwhelmed. You're, you're paranoid. I'm paranoid every time you touch your face right now. Like, it's like only because I've been consuming. <coughs> yeah, Excuse me. Consuming so much information about like what to do, what not to do, where to go, where not to go. It's like for the first time they're dictating what I do, even to down to how much I touch my face. Yeah. It's like, it's unreal. Can you imagine if... Washington goes on lockdown and there's a curfew? Like, how far away are we from that? So I agree with you. I think there's a difference between paying attention and absolutely being all consumed with it. Like, I don't think it's wise, and this is just my opinion, to listen all day 
to rhetoric about the coronavirus. I don't think it's wise to all day just scroll through and see what it's doing. I think like get informed, make wise decisions, be intelligent, stop touching your face. Um, you know, like use antibacterial if you can find it. That in Washington, they are selling those bottles. One dude was legitimately selling a bottle of antibacterial. Our friends were making fun of it for one hundred seventy-five dollars. It was like four ounces. It you was can't something find it. Ridiculous. You can't find it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm like soap and water. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> whatever happened. Like, do we forget that we have water and soap? Um, so Serious. I think that's what I also think this, I think just in life, not even just during these crazy times, which are the coronavirus. And just so you know, we're people of faith. I'm believing for the best. I also think we need to be shrewd and smart and wise and, um, don't be an idiot. I'm still doing life kind of the way I do life. I'm just being a lot more aware of right. what I touch, um, where I'm at, you know what I'm saying? We're just being, we're being wise. But like, like I said, like we're flying. I was out with girlfriends, like, you know, eight yeah. of us last night. Yeah. I just personally too, can I just say, I, we've just made a decision. Like we're not going to be ridiculous, but we're going to continue to move forward. We just have to. So if you're feeling this panic, like even us talking about this right now, I can, I can just sense like listeners out there like, Oh God, like I didn't even know half the stats he just threw out. Right. Well, they're probably uh, not correct, so. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. Just take ease at that. I'm probably wrong. Um, it's probably worse. <laughs> um, I keep reading stuff like that. It's a lot worse than they're saying. I'm like, really? Cause it's pretty bad. Um, can I say this move? Don't like move, like get up and move to another country. Cause nowhere's safe. Oh, panic. Like move, like hit the pavement. Um, Go walking, go running, go biking, get, go out for a drive, get out. I literally believe this therapy, there's therapy and movement. And I think our perspective can shift as our position shifts. I just believe this with all my heart. And sometimes we did this just last weekend. Like we were out in the wilderness, which was literally a beautiful house in the woods with a beautiful view, but that's our wilderness. And we're doing bonfires and you and I took walks every single day along the water, out in the woods. And it just did something to our perspective. Did it not, babe? Absolutely. Like we actually have had a banner week for the Huffmans as far as decisions and future and planning and dreaming and going for things and stuff that will play out over the next few years, like super excited. And it was simply, I think one of the reasons our perspective shifted is because we shifted our position. We got out during one of the most epic panic seasons of our city, you know, is going through. It's like- That's that's so spot on. I can't like, honestly. More. And for some people, that's like do fitness. And some people are like, I don't want to go to the gym because a gym is maybe a Petri dish. Although we were at the gym last night. You were at the gym this morning. Babe, you're literally, you're just, you're running into the danger face on. But, running into the fire. But I mean, you can still go for a jog outside. It's okay mm-hmm. to be, you know, like whatever you have to do, um, get moving. Don't just sit and think and, you know, like turn into fear mongers, right? Don't you agree? Absolutely. I think another thing you should do is talk. I think we should talk about it. I think um, processing verbally is one of the best ways to keep from panicking and feeling isolated. Yes. Don't you feel like panic is um, it's 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 exponentially increased when you feel isolated? Absolutely. Panic sets in like I can't do anything. It's hopelessness. I'm trapped. We're all doomed. Oh God! What if? What if? What if? Well, talk to someone. Mm-hmm. Talk to someone who maybe has a better perspective. You know what I'm saying? Or May- FaceTime them. Yep, there you go. Yeah, true story. Marco Polo them, you know. Yeah, that's actually real. Yes. Um, you know, that's actually true. We're getting into, a, like, we were talking about some friends were having friends over to their house. And I was like, I don't think I want to have people over to my house because, like, right now, my home is my safe place. And if you all come over, I'm going to have to disinfect everything because I don't, like, you don't actually know if you're carrying it, right? 
that's what they say. Good for yeah. Right. Weeks. I mean, if you see symptoms, you know, and you should you should isolate yourself and just recover. Um, which a lot of people are recovering. The majority of people are recovering. The vast majority of people are recovering. Let's say that. Um, but yeah, it's like so. You know, like we're, we're people who go to church. Like around this city, like you can't go to church unless you're going to a very very small. You know, it have to be under 250 people. And even churches with less than 250 people are like, hey, just out of wisdom, we're kind of saying like we probably shouldn't gather. Um, so FaceTime. Hey, listen, I, I I'm a plug i we do a podcast sunday morning with billy huffman mm. i mean on sunday morning pull that up you don't have to l- listen to it i promise you'll be encouraged i promise you'll still get your faith like there's ways for us yes. to keep moving forward right yep, absolutely it's um, huge it, it's it's we've got to find ways in this season of being overwhelmed through the information we're getting just on this virus alone to continue to just do life with each other and if that's like in very small groups, do it. If that's FaceTime, like Victoria said, that's that's amazing. And I think you have to make more of an effort right now because a lot of people are working from home. They have to for weeks or mm-hmm. months. And yeah. Yeah. Meet you on the podcast. You know, that's kind that's of what right. you're just like. Yeah. I like, mean, the podcast. And that's uh, that's why this is awesome that you're tuning in right now. That just yeah. even even processing with us. Let's encourage through, each other. Through Coffee Talk. And then your, your Sunday morning with Billy Huffman is huge. And lastly, weekends. I would say keep doing what's most important. Don't stop doing what's most important. For us, family, fun, dates. Like our dates have changed a little bit. We might not go to certain places. Like food, you have to be very, very careful. Like who's handling your food in this season. You know, you don't want to catch. But like, I think like keep doing what's important. Let me put it this way. Like breathe. I No matter what's going on, I have to keep breathing, right? Mm-hmm. And so what I mean by that is like, do what you can and stop obsessing over what you can't. Like I can't I can't fly to Australia. Okay. Clearly right now. Don't fly to China. Don't fly to Italy. It's on lockdown. They won't let you fly. There's just been a ban that certain people can't fly, right? Like to certain European countries. Okay. Don't obsess over what you can't do. Do what you can. Like That's keep exactly doing right. yes. what matters the most. Yes. I love that, Vic, you're like FaceTime people. Like, yeah, Marco Polo. We've Our family has jumped on Marco Polo here recently because we have a big family and get everyone together, especially it's, in these kind amazing. of things. It's like you don't know. Yeah, but we're all talking to each other on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. Um, focus on what you can do and keep doing what's most important. Like read, enjoy life, listen to some good music, like get out. Do a bonfire. We've been doing bonfires, I mean, almost nightly around here. Like, we have to keep functioning the way we can function and not obsess over what we can't do. Was that a whistle? I think I did. I just whistle through my teeth. You? Yeah. I was like, I said function and it whistled. That was like the, the smoke alarm. <laughs> that was me whistling through my teeth. Weird. Is that a symptom of coronavirus? Stop. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, babe, anything else that you would add to that? No, it's so good. I, I think I would just say, is just be careful, like to not consume so much negative information that we become isolated, emotional, overwhelmed, anxiety takes over. But to to feed yourself positive things, you know, and and listening to podcasts like this and others, and like reading great books, um, spending time with people who are well and healthy, you know, continue to do life well in this season. And and you know what, we're gonna we're gonna get through this. Together Absolutely. We're get and please this. just believe that regardless of what your faith, you know, what you what you believe in faith, just remember like there will be a tomorrow. 
there's a no day tomorrow. That's like right. this will be something that we talk about in the past. Like I kind of think in seasons where you start to feel panicked or you start to feel stressed out or overwhelmed with anxiety. It's like, hey, hey, a year from now, we'll talk about this. And we'll remember like, remember that season? Like, because we're going to go through it. That's right. It's, we're going to get through it. And so I think this. just keep reminding ourselves, let's not give way to panic. If anyone's got any extra toilet paper, uh, <laughs> will you please give me a call. Hit us up. Comment here below so that we can please. <laughs> Stop. Hey, Leave whoever's, you, okay? whoever's hoarding all of the bathroom <laughs> tissue, not cool, dude. Like, we all need some. It's Sharing totally the wealth. It's to- Well, I don't know. Women need it more than dudes. Yeah, more than dudes. You could argue twice as much. <laughs> Yeah, I don't like this conversation. <laughs> yeah, it took a turn. Hey, thanks for Can listening. Can I just say thank you for listening yeah. and thank you for uh, you know maybe leaving a comment or a re- review and we so enjoyed these moments. As long as it's all. positive. All right. <laughs> Cheers, everyone. Thanks for joining us today on Coffee Talk with Billy and Jen. Hey, if you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and we'd love to hear from you. You can leave a review, rate us, or follow us on social media at It's Billy Huffman. Here's to more coffee and honest conversations. Cheers.